Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United, I'm your host Matthew and today we've lost 4-3 away at the Allianz, I think it's called Arena, in the Champions League group stage round 1 of 6, so no we're not out of the Champions League, not even not even close. Oh boy there's a lot of things to talk about, there's a lot of things to talk about, um, I've got 7 goals to talk about, performances, um... All kinds of things, all kinds of things. Uh, so let's crack on with it. Um, as always, I like to pose the question, you know, when we draw or lose the game, was this on Ten Hag? No, I do not think this defeat was on Ten Hag. Um, would I have preferred him play some different players? Who is? It should be more of the question. Um, yeah, this this game was absolutely on the players. I think absolutely. Um, just <sighs> passing, defending, tracking runners, trying to catch the ball, passing properly, um, stopping playing after about seventy minutes. There were moments. There were moments in the game where it looked like we might get back into it, but um, ultimately not. Uh, ultimately not. Uh, look, I think four three is actually a flattering scoreline. Of course, we scored right at the very, very, very end when there was no more balls to be kicked. Um, now, I, I want to talk about particularly about one certain player. Um, this, this defeat isn't on this particular player, but we need to talk about him. Uh, it's time for Bruno to go. It, it, it's time for Bruno to go. Um, there's been a few episodes of the United cast over the years where cert- I've I've like thought certain things were possible or thought certain things were like things for me to consider, and there have been sort of light bulb moment episodes where I thought like I'm pre- I'm considering an opinion about this one thing, and then it's become I'm certain about this thing. This was my kind of light bulb moment Bruno match for 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 me. Um, because if you can't do it against Brighton and you can't do it against other teams and you can't do it on the big stage against Bayern Munich, when are you going to do it? Um, my main problem with him in this game, and see, see, he's continued to do this for a while, but I've not mentioned it for a while because I started mentioning it too much and then I got annoyed with myself for keep mentioning it. He just needs to stop smashing the ball all over the place. <clears throat> and when I'm watching Bayern Munich's midfield and even their attack, look after the ball and pass it properly and progress by doing that, and then Bruno's just kicking the ball across the pitch and all this kind of stuff. When, like, he's... I, I don't, how old is he now? He's, like, 29 or something now. Um... And look, this defeat wasn't completely on him, but he was a big aspect to it because when you are the player that's in the middle, sorry, behind the striker and in the middle of the two wingers, obviously as the 10, and you're doing the things he was doing in this game, it becomes more visible. Um, I, 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 th- I, think he, I, I think he's got to go because I, I, I don't know how you... I, I, I don't know what he's... I don't think he's going to change. I, th- I think basically that has been going on too long. And I kind of realised in this particular game, like, okay, when is that going to stop? And a few people have mentioned, and I, I hadn't really caught on to this until this game, which is why I'm bringing it up, about how he goes missing in big games or doesn't turn up in big games or doesn't do enough in big games. And I considered that because I'd sort of thought like oh you know there are certain games where he didn't really show up didn't really do things this was another one of those games and it it just had that moment for me where I was like okay I'm, I'm on the same page I've had an issue with him before in terms of him doing the types of passes that he's doing and I stopped mentioning it for a while for like a, a long time um but I, I would still call him out for playing poorly but in terms of that specific element I, th- I think he's got to go. I think he's got to go. I, I I don't know what the other option is. I don't know if you can drop him and he comes back more hungry. The the, the problem is though, I, I can sit here all I like and say I want this player to go, this player to come in, this st- player to stay, this that and the other. Obviously, I'm not in charge of these decisions. 
Uh, he's going to play the next game and probably the one after that and probably the one after that because he's also the captain. Um, but I really would like to beg Ten Hag, please consider doing something with Donny. D- d- like, at least, okay, Donny isn't going to run around and press in the same way that Bruno's going to. But at least Donny will pass properly and he'll link up play properly. I was looking at our squad at the end of this match, uh, in terms of who we had on the pitch. And of course, Santon not Santony, who's Santony? Sancho, I think I tried to combine Sancho and Anthony's name together. Um, Sancho obviously is out of the squad at the moment due to selection and whatever. Forget the back four and the goalkeeper for a minute. I actually think our best lineup at the moment, this isn't going to happen, but I'm just painting a picture. Is Casemiro next to Amrabat, Martial on the right, which isn't his ideal position, but stick with me for a minute. Hoyland in the middle, Rashford on the left, and Donny in the 10. Rashford also did have a bad game, we'll talk about him. It's just Bruno's performance stuck out more than anybody's in this game. There was a lot of people that had very bad games, but his is the one that stood out the most to me, which is why I'm mentioning it here. I feel like... I don't mean to sort of say things in terms of accommodating players. Rashford does just seem to play better with Martial on the pitch. Now, you can't put Martial up front or in the 10 or on the left because you've got Hoyland and you've got Rashford and you've got Bruno. He did okay on the right towards the end of this game. But the like, where where else would you put Martial if you were going to play him? Obviously, one of the problems with him is he needs to stay fit. But I genuinely think, like, I noticed it straight, almost straight away in this game. Martial was on the pitch; he was linking up with Rashford. Okay, not the best of the best stuff, but Rashford starting started playing better straight away. And I thought, okay, if you've got that as a combination, and then Hoyland there to service, you just might get something better. Look, in a game where we've lost four three, I'm going to be looking at things as to. How can you even make slight adjustments to make this team better? Um, so that's one thing to kind of consider. Or may- maybe what you could do is play... Who are you going to play on the right at the moment? Because Anthony's not available. Sancho's not available. I guess what you would pro- what he would probably do at best is put Martial on the right, Bruno in the 10, Hoyle in middle, Rashford left. But I have a big problem with Bruno now. I have done before I've just realized I've got an even bigger problem with him which is that I don't want to play for this club anymore which makes me feel sad to say that but I'm sorry I've just I just had a light bulb moment where I've just realized I don't think you're good enough for this club I don't think you are I think you're doing the wrong things on the pitch anyway this wasn't always on all on Bruno so let's move on from that um I don't need to really like if you if you watch this game. I don't know. I don't know how many of you watch the game or watch the highlights or just catch what I say. It's obviously it's up to you. I don't need to go into a ten minute discussion of how bad our passing was in this game. If if you saw it and if you see it on highlights or when we've given the ball away or whatever the occasion would be, um, but it's it, it really was just on this other level. And you could visibly clearly see, okay, Bayern didn't score with all of their attacks, of, of, of course, I'm glad they didn't. But it's just, Bayern get the ball, bang, 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 forward, 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 passing. And I'm going to point out something with two of our goals. Two things that are very obvious, but this team needs to figure out. They look like they were going to score with every attack. And they're looking after the ball and they're playing the correct passes and they're taking care of the ball. They're keeping it, moving it and passing it. There were a number of times in this game we got the ball and we seemed just panicked. Oh, who do we give it to? Who do we give it to? Not not sort of hot potato, but like players being almost confused and lost as to who to pass to. And it's like, why, why is that an issue? And I really, I don't really think that's on the manager... Or the coaching staff. I think it just felt like... Okay, all of you are professional footballers. Right? And whether it's McTominay or Delow or Bruno or Hoyland or Casemiro. There's certain things that a manager shouldn't have to coach into you. Or expect you to do. Or or like explain to you to do. Or 
change something to do. I'm talking about things like five-yard passes. If so, if a player on this team makes a terrible five-yard pass, that's just not on the manager. It's just not. There's so many people at the moment calling for Ten Hag out, and I'm still not anywhere really near that. You've also got to remember as well. Um, okay, you look at the team we fielded. It's not great. You look at our bench. It's not great. We have got ten injuries at the moment. Ten. If you're wondering where Wamba Saka was for this game, by the way, he's injured. And it's like, because I'll I'll go to the injury list later when we when I do the player ratings and stuff. I need to go through the goals in a minute. But <clears throat> um, okay, how how do we get out of this situation? That's another question. I think, unfortunately, we have to just try to get our injured players back. But then you want them to be back fully fit. Because if you bring a player back who's not fully fit, you run the risk of them getting injured again. And you maybe make their injury worse and all, all those sorts of things. So we're we're just a bit stuck. I, I, I'm looking at Ten Hag... And I'm thinking you're just in a bit of a stuck situation. You have to you have to field some of these players because you don't honestly have a lot of other option. We actually and factually have got five defenders available: Delo, Lindelof, Martinez, Regulon, and Evans. Everybody else is injured. Everybody else is injured. What's Tenag supposed to do about that? He wasn't backed. Obviously, there was a number of players. Uh, I'm going to read out something later that Oli said today, by the way, in regards to transfers, which might sort of like enlighten things a little bit. Um, but he's only got so many players. He didn't get fully backed. He did, we didn't buy all the players we needed to. And we got 10 injuries on top of that. And on top of that, the players he fielded today, some of which he had to, because there's literally limited options didn't play well enough there's i'm gonna go through when i go through the play ratings later i'm gonna be naming again people that need to be leaving this club and unfortunately i'm gonna be adding bruno to that list this week um anyway we've got a number of goals to go through so let's uh <clears throat> crack on um they scored two goals that obviously uh so sane scored first 28 minutes in onana you've got to catch it uh, Ericsson doesn't close the player down. There's nobody else in there to block the shot. Don't get me wrong, there's steps. Other steps stopping this goal before it gets kicked towards Onana. Yes, it's massively Onana's fault because he should have very easily saved that. Or at least at least palmed it away or something. At least got something on it. Um, but it slipped through his hands and this does keep happening. Um, and it needs to be sorted out. It needs to be sorted out. It feels like training... And have shots just peppered at him, like you just gotta just knuckle down on your on your shot stopping because it's just it's it's concerning, it's very concerning. Um, but anyway, we don't close down any of the players. Kane passes it to Sane, he whips in a shot. It's a decent shot, but it shouldn't be troubling the goalkeeper. So that's massively on. Oh, none of that goal. Um, then they scored. I think this was another cutback goal. Another one. This is the. Third cut in a week. Um, Gnabry scored it. I think he's a former Arsenal player, isn't he? I think it's from right to to the middle this time, or their their left side to the middle. Same stuff. Um, players not tracking runners. Um, you know those sorts of sound. He's not really marking his man. Yes, he's a great player, but of course I need to call him out if he makes a mistake. Um. Yeah, he needs to close the angle. Don't notably do better with the shot, but I think this is more of a defensive, just closing down problem, and that makes it 2-0 by half-time. Then we did score a goal. It was a good moment, actually. Um, Rashford is a combination of passes, I think, I think between four players. A combination of passes. Rashford does pass it along to Hoyland and gets his first registered goal recently. Was it offside? No, ball out of play. A uh, goal, uh, so... In light of everything going on, congratulations, Hoyland, for scoring your first goal and on your Champions League debut as well. Um, we've got to give him the ball more. We've got to give him the ball more. That didn't look like the easiest. Like It looked a little bit awkward in terms of body movement and stuff, but he tucked it away very, very well in the bottom corner. So uh, congratulations, Hoyland, for scoring your, uh, your first Champions League goal. And let's hope that we can get some more of that to him. To him and from him. We have to get the ball to him if we're going to get that from him so there you go 
Um, but it's a really good goal. I'm going to tell you now. Okay, this is 50 minutes into the game. So 2-0 down. Bit down and out, but not quite, uh, I suppose. One reason that we scored this goal. See if you can... Uh, I'll, I'll give you a few seconds here. Go back and watch the highlights if you need to. To obviously remind yourself of the goal. What is the one different thing that we did? And I talk about it all the time. This isn't some sort of quiz, by the way. <laughs> um, this is something I talk about all the time. It's something that Bayern Munich did a whole bunch of times in this game. Hence why they ended up with four goals. Well, three from open play. What is the one thing that we did in this chance that we created that we didn't do for most of the other ones that we did create or half created in this game? We passed the ball quicker. That's it. We passed the ball quicker. I talk about it all the time. Pass and movement. Passing the ball quickly. Don't wait around. Get the ball moving. Get some coordination between you. Get some communication going. Who's going where? Where are you passing to? Who's passing to who? It's, it is quite basic stuff, but in order to beat a team like Bayern, and by the way, credit to Bayern, they played very, very, very well. Um, maybe weren't in fifth gear, but they played very, very well. What is the one reason we scored this goal and didn't score some of their other chances? You've got a combination of, what was it, one, two, I think it was three or four passes. Bruno, quick pass back to somebody, I think it was. Uh, might have been Ericsson, maybe. Uh, then passes it quickly to Casemiro. Knocks the ball very quickly. And this is one two-touch stuff. Maybe not even two-touch. I think Rashford took one touch and then passed it. It's one two-touch football. How many times have I mentioned it? When you're in and around the box like that, quick, 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 quick. you got to move. you got to move the ball. Don't let the opposition catch wind of what you're doing. Don't give them a chance to close you down. Don't, don't even give them a chance to let them think about what you're doing. Move the ball. Coordinate pass it and give the ball to somebody who's in the best position if you need to make if you need to do 10 quick passer moves you don't have it doesn't have to be two or three if it needs to be 20 passes that are quick move if it gets you the goal in the end then you've done it correctly we don't do it enough and i don't think that problem is on the coaching or ten hag i think it's on this group of players who don't pass the ball quick enough it's a quick pass to Bruno and then to Ericsson, I think, or to Casemiro. Then a quick pass into Rashford. He takes one touch, just just a little moment of composure. Passes the ball quickly. Hoyland then, I think it's with one touch, just nicely places the ball in the bottom corner. It's a beautiful goal. It's a brilliant goal. That's how you've got to score against these teams. Or every, just, just do it all the time. Just do it all the time. Um, I know that there's moments you're going to need to slow down, look up, assess what, who's where. But communication, okay. I'm, I'm, it, it really is just as simple as, and I'm not a, fo I'm not pretending to be a football coach. I'm just telling you what I'm watching. It really does need to be as just simple as, uh, okay. I'm going to make up a, a quick scenario. I'm going to be very quick with this. Let's say Regulon's got the ball on the left. Let's say Casemiro is on the right of him, and in front of both Casemiro and Regulon on the left is Rashford, which is pretty much their normal positions. Let's then say Hoyland is waiting in the middle, which is where he should be, and Bruno's on the edge of the box somewhere, probably. Let's say Regulon's got the ball. He passes it into Casemiro, makes a run down the line, but everybody, he communicates to somebody, hopefully Casemiro, that he's made that run down the line. Let's then say Rashford makes a run slightly into the middle. Casemiro then plays the ball through to Regulon. Casemiro then moves somewhere. Regulon then passes the ball, let's say, into the middle where Rashford's made that run. He then passes it. Let's. You've then got either two options. You can then either lay it off to Bruno, who's hopefully going to chip it in or something to Hoyland, or Rashford himself could pass the ball to Hoyland. Or it could be Rashford passes the ball to Bruno. Rashford then makes a run into the box, chips it into Rashford, and then scores or passes it to Hoyland or, or something like that, and then scores. Not a case where... Regulon passes it into Casemiro and he waits for five seconds to see who's going to run because Regulon's not made a run. Ratchet's standing still. Hoyland's standing still. Bruno's standing still. Everybody's standing still because no nobody knows where to move. Nobody knows where to go or what to do. 
and then Bayern go, all right, we're just going to close you down and uh, we'll get the ball off of you because you'll make a crap pass or something and then we'll just start our own attack. Football really can just be like that sometimes. You know, it it, it just... And it... it it kind of, I, I was happy to see this goal, but it also kind of annoyed me. Because I was like, why is it taking you 50 minutes to do this? And it was yet again the same thing in terms of first 10, 20 minutes. We were doing very, very well against this team. We were closing them down a good amount, keeping them compact, trying to get a little something going. Okay, not everything was going, but we had we had moments. But we didn't capitalise upon it. And then, unfortunately, Onana dropped the ball and it went in the back of the net. It just... Uh, and these are the I I assume these players train doing this is what they've paid a lot of money to 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 do to practice this, um because when we do it it works and we actually usually score from it but we don't do it often enough. Ah, it really it really does just annoy me because I'm seeing these quick little passes getting moved. I'm like oh oh finally we're doing it and then we scored. You've got to do it more often. But it shouldn't take you 50 minutes of a 90-minute game to make a move like that. I know that you can score different types of goals, like you could pass the ball down the wing. You've got to start moving the ball quicker, especially on a stage like this, against Bayern, like away from home in the Champions League. This is where, not to sound cliche or anything, but this is where the big boys play football. This is the big stage. You've got to do it more. Anyway, let's move on from that. Uh, Then Kane scored a penalty. Um, was it handball? Was it not? Um, they showed the handball from a number of different angles. Obviously, it's Ericsson in question. Now, the way I saw this, you can call me bias, you can call whatever whatever you want or whatever. So, the ball was heading towards Ericsson's, let's call it upper body. He happens to have his right arm, or his right hand, near his shoulder. Yeah? Was it his right? No, it was his left hand. Sorry, excuse me. His left hand near his shoulder, near where the Man United badge is. He The ball then hits the top of his hand and then almost sort of like flicks onto his shoulder. A, a very, very simple question for this. If you move Ericsson's hand away from there to any other position, would the ball not hit the badge and then therefore not be handball? So... Okay, yes, the ball's hit his hand, and that's handball. But you've got to look at positioning and things like that. If it was a case of Ericsson's got his hand more to the left, and the ball goes to the left, and there's no other body part that's going to block it, that's in a handball in my eyes. But I don't know what the rule is anymore. So then Kane scored a penalty. Of course, he should be playing for us, but he is not. He is in a different red shirt in a different country, in a different league. Uh, absolutely buried the penalty. It was a great shot. So that made it, what was it then, 3-1. Uh, then McTominay on for Ericsson. Okay. I agree with the substitution. Only in the fact of Ericsson can't play 90 minutes. I still think Ericsson should be coming off the bench, which is not a bad thing. It's a good option to have. Um... Again, this is a case where, okay, would it be Mount in the situation? Would it be Amrabat in the situation? Would you bring on Kobe Maino in this isn't in the situation? There's no more Fred, of course. Uh, McTominay's here. Um, but if you're making this sub, heck, w- would Ericsson even be starting the game if Amrabat or Mount weren't injured? Because if I'm to use my imagination, one of them probably starts, gets subbed off for the other one. And Ericsson maybe doesn't get subbed on in this game. I'm not knocking Ericsson. He he is who he is and whatever. But he shouldn't be starting games. But then the problem is, you look at the depth from that. Okay, it's unlucky that Mount and uh, Amrabat are injured. You're back to McTominay on the big Champions League stage. Um, So it's sort of what he had to do. I mean, are you going to bring Dan Goron in this sort of game? (sighs) That that's probably a little bit. So as much as he was good in preseason, and uh, I like seeing young players get a chance, it was good to see Palestri. I I don't think you want to be bringing on Dan Gore when you're three one down away at Bayern. That might be that might be too much of a sort of little pond in li- little fish in big pond situation. Not a knock against him. I'm just looking at the scenario. Sometimes you just look at how who you're playing against, and I understand it. And what what else is Ten Hag supposed to do? That that's again why I I I just look at the starting eleven and I look at the bench and I'm like, 
I mean, okay, debatably, Donny should be in here, Sancho should be in here. And maybe Donny comes on for Ericsson. Maybe. I'm just I'm just thinking of like everybody in the club. But it is what it is. We had the bench that we had, we had the starting eleven that we had. We've still got other injuries. Um so there you go. Anyway. Um then we subbed on Martial for Hoyland. I get it, it's striker for striker. I would really like Tenog to try to play Martial with Hoyland and with Rashford. Again, I don't know what completely that looks like. I think you in that situation then have to play Martial off the right or maybe in the 10, but then Bruno's there and he's obviously not going to be shifted and I would ideally not have... Okay, like in all honesty, in this, okay, in that situation, on the right or Bruno on the right, I'm probably going to have Martial on the right because even though that's not his natural position... Bruno's better in the 10, or his more natural position is the 10. So, again, I, I kind of understand it, but I think we should have kept Hoyland on. But it's striker for striker, so what are you going to do? Then Ganacho on for Palestri. Um, I'll say the same thing about Palestri. It was good to see him. It was good for him to get a chance. I like players to be given a chance. And as good as I think he was in this game and as much effort he put into this game, um, I think it's, again, small fish, big pond. Um but then who do you play? Are you going to play McTominay again in midfield? Put Eriksen in the 10 and shift Bruno out to the right? Are you going to put... Well, you're not going to put Eriksen on the wing. Like, what What else are you going to do? Are you going to start Martial and he potentially gets... Has to be taken off after 60 minutes? Do you get what I mean? It's like... This is this is like... And I can equate this to being a, being a cleaner because that's what I do for my job. Now, for my for my cleaning job, I get given... Well, I have a set of sprays. I have two cloths. One's for windows. One is for surfaces. I have a catch mop, which is where I, you know, mop up the dirt, but it catches it, so you can put it all neatly in one pile. And then I have my mop and my bucket and obviously all that sort of stuff, right? I'm trying to imagine, like, th this whole squad situation, right? I imagine it... Let's say I went tomorrow and someone went, okay, yep. Yeah, Okay, pick up your sprays, you know, your, your, your bucket, you're going to put some water in there, put whatever chemicals I put in and all that sort of thing. Okay, you got all your stuff? Cool. So today what you're going to do, you're going to have your sprays, but we're going to take your cloths away from you. Okay, what am I supposed to use? A tissue or your hand? And I'm like, okay, you ha I haven't got all the tools I need for the job. You've, you've given me the spray to put on the table and wipe that away or to spray it on the windows and wipe that stuff. But I haven't, you've taken away my cloths, right? I can't use my hand, that's not really safe, that's not really realistic. And I can't use a tissue because I'll have to use a bunch of tissues because that's not what tissues are designed. Tissues are designed for one-off sort of things. Cloths are designed to be used continuously. Do you know what I mean? Or, or, or like if, like, um, I had my, I had all my equipment and someone went, cool, right, you got, you got your, um, Mop there, yeah. Alright, we, we're going to take the head of the mop off. And you're going to have to figure out how to mop the floors. You're going to have the the mop handle. But the actual mop head with the scour and the actual mop that I need to clean the floor. Yeah, we're going to take that away from you. Okay, how am I going to mop the floors? Figure it out. Pour the water over the floor or something. And, I don't know, push it around with a catch mop. It's stupid, isn't it? Like... That's the only way I can sort of equate this. Or if someone said, you know, okay, you keep your cloths, but we'll take away your sprays. All right, what am I going to, what, what chemical am I going to put on the table? I don't know, use some water or something. This is not how it works. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, anyway, so. But this, this, and I know it's due to injuries, but this is like, okay, Ten Argus said, okay, I want Declan Rice, I want Casado. And I want Harry Kane. Nah, can't have him. Alright, well, my midfield ain't going to work as well. And I'm going to have to rely on a young striker. Cool, deal with it. Alright, then I'm going to buy Mount and Amrabat. Could I have those? Okay, you can buy a Mount, but you can only loan Amrabat. And we'll maybe buy him next year. Oh, they're injured, by the way. Cool. What's left? Okay, Casemiro and Eriksen. Maybe McTominay if you fancy that. It's just not... Do you see what I mean? Like, anyway, I think I've explained that point. Uh, anyway, Ganacho on for Palestri. Winger for winger. Ganacho did all right when he was subbed on. Uh, then we scored um, another goal. 
yes, made it 3-2. It's a, a bit more of a funny goal because of how it actually ends up in the net. I'll ask you again. I'll ask you again. See if you can see if you can figure this one out. What's the reason that we score this goal? What's the reason that we score this goal? Quick pass and move. Amazing, isn't it? It's amazing when you actually do it in a game, and you do it twice, and you do one-two touch football. Okay, Casemiro's got to sort of like control the ball, spin around, and lay down on the floor and scuff it in. It, it, I don't care. It goes in the back of the net. The reason we score the two goals that we scored up to that point is because of quick pass and move. But we only did it twice in the game. Because we didn't feel like passing the ball around quick enough. That's the reason we scored that goal. If you if you look at both those goals, if we take half a second, half a second longer to make one of them passes, we probably don't score that goal. But with those two goals, we didn't give Bayern time to react. We looked at the options, pass, 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 and score a goal. You're not going to score from it every single time, but you're going to more realistically score from that. And what's the reason you're going to score from that more often? Is if you keep passing the ball quick enough, you give the opposition less time to close you down, which is what Bayern did against us. And they scored four and we scored three. There you go. But anyway, good goal from uh, Casemiro. It's a bit of a funny, weird one, but I, I don't care, honestly. Um, but good bit of move. Good bit of passing and moving. Then they scored another goal. I can't remember the build-up to this, honestly. Um, someone called Tell, um, who very good finish from him. Who's this goal on? It's on the midfield for not tracking, not chasing down, not marking, not closing down. You know, the, the, the usual basics that, that we don't do sometimes. Uh, so you got that. Um, Lindelof doesn't close this defender down. He, he And I'm naming him because he is... The, I called out Martinez earlier. I'm trying to be fair. He did not close down the player for the other goal. Uh, Lindelof is the closest player to this player when he controls the ball. He doesn't tackle him or close him down because he's absolutely nowhere near him. Did, is it because he didn't track him? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the reason is, but he scored the goal and made it for two. Then we decided, oh, we're going to score a goal and consolation goal. Get given a free kick from a foul, from a good bit of play from Martial and from Ganacho. Um, Bruno then decides, in a better way, to smash the ball into the box. Casemiro gets a little header on it. They checked it for VAR. I have no idea what they checked this goal for. Because there was no offside. There was no foul. There was no handball. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they checked the goal for. But it, it stood anyway. And it's 4-3. Um, it's a good little finish from Casemiro. It, this is really just kind of... You've essentially smashed the ball onto somebody's head. And it's gone in. It probably would have gone in anyway. And it probably would have been Bruno's goal. Okay, he gets an assist, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, I still think Bruno needs to go. I, st I still think it's time. Anyway, that's it for the summary and all that. Let's get into player ratings. I do somehow have a man of the match, even though that player also made mistakes. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll get into all that. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK, that's E-T-A-L-K-U-K, to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves, even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very, very first class, very professional, so no questions about Manscaped's quality. Thanks very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks Podcast, and thank you very much for listening. Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link 
Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned. And it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show. Or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, my man of the match with an 8 uh, is Regulon, just because he made things happen. Um, close, I, I'd say Martial's a close second. I'll give them both an 8. I think Martial made things happen when he was subbed on as well. Um, but Regulon, just, just, he, he made things happen. He bombed down the wing and he tried to make things happen. I know it's a low bar for a man of the match, but, well, look at the game we just played. Um... It didn't do that great defensively. They got down his left side too many times. That's why I'm giving him an 8 and nothing higher. Onana um, did let in four goals. One obviously is a penalty. Should have done a lot, lot better with the first one. Um, distribution still very good. I'll give him a 5. Just because his distribution was still very good. But didn't do very well with the shot stopping. Uh, Delo. Uh, I'm going to be giving out a few zeros. This is going to be the first of them. Delo. Um... They say he's good at being an attacking fullback. I saw none of that today. Um, terribly defensively. Got spun on one of the goals as well. I think it was the first... No, the second goal. Uh, the one that he got turned and then the player passed to the other one. Martinez didn't block the shot. I'm pretty sure that's the same goal anyway. Um, did, didn't do anything good. Didn't do anything good in this game. Um, the low. So I'm going to give him a zero. Lindelof gets a zero. Um... Terribly defensively. Did some decent stuff passing, I guess, if I'm trying to give him anything positive. Terrible game. Uh, still think he needs to go, but we only have five defenders. And if you take Lindelof out, you put Johnny Evans in. Again, you give me the spray and the cloth and you take away the cloth. What are you going to do? Uh, Martinez... Probably one of his worst games for Man United. Still did a couple of decent things. Uh, there was a tackle he did at one point which could have prevented a goal. I'll give him a three. I'll give him a three. I think it's probably one of his worst games for United. Um, just didn't do well enough. Did did a couple of bits but didn't do well enough. Casemiro uh, did actually score two goals which is odd. Um, again, didn't, didn't really do well enough. I think some of his short passing was pretty bad. This is one of his worst games for, for Man United. I'll give him a four. Ericsson, um, I think I'll give him a zero. I don't think he did anything great in this game. Um, could have maybe scored early on. There was that sort of palestry, half palestry, half Ericsson chance. Uh, maybe could have had something happen from there. But Ericsson really didn't do anything in this game. But he shouldn't be starting games like this, I don't think. Again, that's not me commenting on his health or anything. I'm just talking about the type of player Ericsson is. Um... So there's that. Palestri, uh, small fish, big pond. He tried. I, I'll, I'll give credit to a player that tries. Whether or not they do anything with what they try is a different thing. But he tried. He tried to do a few things. I'll probably give him a four. He just, just, just didn't quite do enough. But he tried and he shouldn't really be starting this sort of game. Bruno very easily gets a zero. Um, yes, he did play a part in the quick... Um, one, two, passing both, I think both of the goals, still didn't do enough, blasting the ball just all over the place, I, I don't know why he does it really, I, I couldn't tell you why, there's also a shot he took from like, the edge of the box, he couldn't figure out who to pass to, so he tried to like, hit a screamer with his left foot, and I don't, I don't even know where the ball went, that really, really annoyed me, um, 
yeah, it d- d- just didn't do anything good in this game, so I'll give him a zero. Rashford um, didn't have a good game either, but did do all right with a couple of bits. Um, did well with the Hoyland, the, the first goal, and did well, obviously, in the in, in, the, in the pass and move goals as well. Um, still just not doing enough. I'd, I'd probably give him a three. Hoyland, feel sorry for him. He's clearly got some ability for goal scoring, but not be ser- not being serviced enough. Um I'll probably give him a 7. I thought he could have maybe done a little bit more in certain situations. Um, but ultimately, he's a striker. You've got to give him service. Um, like, if he takes loads of shots and has them off target, that's a bad game for a striker. Um, so I'll give him a 7. I, I, I do honestly feel... He tried really hard with pressing and that sort of stuff. He was pressing on his own and that sort of thing. So, what else can he do? Alright, let's go to the bench. Uh, I'm going to read to the bench, tell you about those players. And then I'm going to read out our lovely little injury list. Uh, so you got um, Bayendia, uh, the goalkeeper, uh, Evans, Forson, who's a striker, um, Ganacho, who did well, Dan Gore, Heaton, Martial, who did very, very well, McTominay, I tell you what, I, I haven't mentioned him, mentioned him yet because I sort of forgot to, but obviously he was a bench player. McTominay, you've got to go. That, that was terrible. That was terrible. There was like a couple of really clear chances when... Like, he won the ball back and then, like, tripped over the ball or, or something. He did it, like, two or three times, and it really annoyed me. Um, yeah, you've, you should have gone in the summer. You, should, you, you and Maguire should have both gone off to West Ham. Uh, that would have been a good deal for us. It didn't end up leaving. Um, I don't think we accepted the bid. I think with Maguire, with Maguire, we accepted the bid, and then he didn't accept the personal terms. With McTominay... I don't remember hearing about what he said in regards to going to West Ham, but we didn't accept the bid. I don't know why. They offered forty million. Do we really think McTominay's worth more than forty million? There's been there's been something going on with McTominay for like four years now. This like academy British lad protection that he's had. It's gone on for a long, long time. And I genuinely think, if we're talking about midfield and Donny and McTominay, I genuinely think the club has, like... Because it feels to me like we weren't supposed to sign Donny. Ollie didn't want him. Ragnit didn't play him. And Ten Hag's not playing him. I You can't convince me it's not through ability. You you just I'm so I don't care who you are I I honestly you could be a professional coach you could be a person down the street anybody you can't convince me unless you show me something or like some some sort of footage from like training or something you can't convince me that Donny's a bad footballer you just I just no I'm I'm not accepting that as the answer I swear there's some sort of like. And I think Fred was in the way of it as well. This was more during Ollie's thing. Obviously, we can't blame Fred for things anymore because he doesn't play for us. I genuinely feel like for years, there's been some sort of block where McTominay's been ahead in the pecking order above like other people. Um, not just Donny, but other people as well. Um, but, yeah, it just... Like... Okay, why is McTominay on this bench and Donny's not? Okay, you can have both of them on the bench. I mean, we don't need two goalkeepers on the bench, for God's sake. Um, Okay, we don't see training. Maybe maybe with Sancho and Donny, they're not very good in training and they're judging from that. Maybe. I don't see the training, so I can't judge from that. But I'm just telling you what I've seen with my own two eyes. There's no way on this earth you could convince me that McTominay's more preferable or better than Donny. You just, it's just it's just not gonna happen. Anyway, um I thought he was dreadful. <laughs> I, I I was watching him in this game, right? And I still remember, and I'm just being like fair and honest, I remember in like twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, I really liked McTominay. I really liked McTominay. I really did. Um I don't remember why. And I'm looking at him now and I'm like, why did I used to like you as a player? What was it that you used to do? And that was before Donnie got here. What was it that you used to do that I was so impressed by? It can't have been in the McFred era though. I think Matic was still here or something like that. 
But I'm looking at him in this game and I'm like, why did I used to enjoy watching you play football? What is it that what is it that you used to do that you're not doing now? Maybe that's the better question. What is it that you used to do that I used to think, oh, McTominay's got to play? Um, and you're not doing it anymore. What happened? Did, did, the, did the partnership with Fred mess you up so badly? Like, what is it that's wrong with you? Why can't you make five-yard passes? Um, McTominay's 26, for Christ's sake. 26 years old. How long have you been playing football for? Honestly. Uh, anyway, the rest of our bench was Vitek. We've got three goalkeepers on the bench. Vitek, I didn't... I, honestly, I'm not trying to like do some sort of fancy thing here. Why have we got three goalkeepers? Because we've got ten injuries, I suppose. We've got Vitek. We've got more... <laughs> Uh, we've got. Uh, let me compose myself. We've got more goalkeepers on the bench than we have centre backs. We've got more goalkeepers on the bench than we've got forward. We've got more goalkeepers on the bench than we've got midfielders. What the hell is going on with this football club? Like, okay, you you might might at a stretch use one of them, maybe. Like if something happens to an honor, you might use one of them. The rest of the, the other two are there just 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 to watch the game. What the hell are we doing? I, anyway, I'm annoyed now. <sighs> um, right, missing players list. Right, ready for another ten minutes. Um, Amrabat back. Let me make my um screen brighter. Amrabat back injury. Anthony inactive. Diallo knee injury. Maguire injury. Mano ankle injury. Malassia muscle injury. Mount hamstring injury. Sancho suspended. I don't think that's the right term, but anyway. Luke Shaw muscle injury. Varane injury. Wambasaka injury. Okay, let's go through this list. Who on this list at least gets on the bench and/or starts? Amrabat would start. Anthony would start. Um, Diallo possibly. No, not Diallo. Uh, Mano would be at least on the bench, I'm sure. Malassia would be on the bench. Mount would be at least on the bench. Sancho should be at least on the bench. Shaw would definitely be starting. Vran would definitely be starting. Wambasaka would definitely be starting. That's nine players. Nine players. I know I said we got ten injuries, but the tenth injury is Maguire. So, you know. That's nine players that you, you like, shift into the... Do you see what I mean? But, anyway... Alright, um, who have we got next? Who have we got next? We've lost three games in a row, oh my goodness. Burnley in the Premier League on Saturday night. Carabao Cup, I'd like to stay in that and win it. Uh, Crystal Palace, then Crystal Palace the following Saturday. So basically Saturday, Burnley, Tuesday, Palace, Saturday, Palace, and then the third whenever that is, is probably a Tuesday or something. Galatasaray, then Brentford. I won't read out any more than that. That's our immediate sort of fixtures. Got to be beating Burnley. I th think we... It depends. It really depends on injuries. I can't tell you when even one of them players will be back because I don't know. Um, we should be winning the next three games. Burnley, Palace, Palace. Galatasaray is going to be difficult. But... Let's, let's do three at a time. So yeah, Burn. I, I think we'll win. We should win our next three games. Which I know is weird to say after this performance, but get our shit together. Get some players back for God's sake. Um, it, it's funny in the media. I've been seeing all these commentary about like, oh, Ten Hag's bought all these players and we still aren't good enough. Um, yeah, half of them are injured. <laughs> um, Amrabat brought in injured. Mount brought in injured. Uh, we only signed four players. Remember, Onana's in goal. Hoyland is up front. Uh, Mount is um, injured. Amrabat is injured. So it's not as if this is his, this is his full team strength and like we're playing bad with all our signings. Amrabat's not even started. Hoyland's barely kicked the ball. Mount's barely kicked the ball. Um, obviously, Onana's had a lot of touches of the ball. Um, though the, the the three outfield players. Hoyland's pretty much just got here. He's basically only played two games or three games or something. Mount's only played two games. Amrabat's not even started yet. So you, you can't be criticising his signings. Okay, you can say, you know, I, I guess fair criticism about Onana. 
uh, in his shot stopping. But the outfield players, you can't really criticise them. Hoyland scored on his second game and technically in his first game. Mount's not played yet, barely. And Amrabat's not kicked the ball yet. So there we go. Anyway, I'm going to finish things off there. Um, We move on. Unfortunately, it's another defeat. Am I Ten Hag out? No. Um, I think I've made it very, very clear as to why. He's not got all his tools. He's not got all of his cloths, if you want to call it that. (laughs) Uh, We need to get players back on injury. Once we get players back from injury, and Ten Hag can actually put out the actual 11 that's our best 11, because there's no way that that's it. That's not our best 11. Come on. Um... And then we can start actually building some momentum. If Ten Hag starts mucking up then, then you can criticise him a bit more fairly. Um, But he's very limited. He's very, very limited. So, in his options, I mean. So, anyway, if you have any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, I'm sure some of you do have some feelings about this game. Um, Whatever. MatthewDentertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, and there's information in your show notes. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, games, films, main night podcast. Uh, we've got Breaking Bad coming up this week. Uh, we've got Gaming Talk coming up this week. Uh, maybe a film review at the weekend. We shall see. Um, and also, what's the other thing that we're doing? United Cast. United Cast, Gaming Talk, Breaking Bad and other podcasts at the moment. So check them out. If you want to support what we're doing, you can either listen to more episodes, tell other people or do the same thing on social media um or patreon five dollar ten dollar level tiers add free podcasts with your options consider all of those options um uh, you can also listen to geek town radio that's for your tv and the film news on tuesdays geek town radio and geektown.co.uk <clears throat> uh through the week i just realized i've like hardly coughed in this episode that's i know it's a very random note but yeah that feels better anyway <laughs> Uh, Geek Town Radio Tuesdays, geektown.co.uk, uh, for your TV and film news, um, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, strike news, and that sort of stuff. Bex over on Twitch and other platforms, Trista BYTES, streaming, um, all kinds of stuff. Go and support what she's doing. Me over on Twitch at Talk UK and YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening. We move on, and we'll see what happens next time. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.